coming up on this episode of a dust to lead but the truth is that you know if you're going to go in the media you're going to be asked the same questions over and over and over and so that person needs to be able to answer those questions with it makes people want to be associated with, with you know, a, a person's grant if they think, wow, they've made it, they've got this. Inspiring, actionable content that helps you get focused, get started, and be impactful. This is Audacity to Lead. Hello and welcome to another episode of Audacity to Lead. My name is Dio Samuel and this is the podcast where I give you the courage and necessary insight to step out and lead with my influence. My goal is to help you get focused, to get started and be impactful. And this episode today is the journey of Queen Chioma, how she went from a baby right from the assemblies in her school to being the first Nigerian, the first African, to do some amazing things in the uk and today she actually she shares with us how you can using a story to how you can go from online media to getting into local media i trust that this particular episode will bring a lot of insights for you and at the end of this episode you're going to live with a lot of advice and practical steps that you can actually work with so i welcome you again to this episode in case you're listening to for the first time you're welcome to Audacity to Lead. And once again, my name is Dio. Right about now, let me welcome the amazing Queen Chioma. Glad to have you on the show, Queen Chioma. Thank you so much. I'm so grateful to be here, Dio Samuel. It's a wonderful blessing to be on your show. A very popular, famous show. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Today we'll be discussing how to get into local media and of course how to build something phenomenal out of that. But just before we get into that, I would like to do a little introduction about you just to give a little background. Queen Chiyama is an international motivational speaker. She's a presenter, a TV presenter in the UK and a former beauty queen and actually i can attest to that because when i saw your picture i was like wow she's actually beautiful <laughs> oh thank you <laughs> and you've worked as a pageant director before and now you are a success coach you've over time had over 100 tv appearances which includes hosting tv shows being adverts being a guest speaker being on channels including ben tv itv itv2 and RSTV, Nollywood TV, MTV, BBC One. Today, I think, and not just that I think, I'm confident of the fact that you have a, a wealth of experience under your belt that you can share with us as we go from taking things from online to local media. So, I'm pretty much excited to have you here today, Kwon Thank you for the wonderful introduction. It was very, very kind and it made me really feel blessed. Thank you. <laughs> awesome, 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 awesome. So just to take us a little back to before you started, how did you get okay. to how did you get into media and what prompted you to get into media? I think honestly speaking, it was a natural progression in terms of I had little tiny experiences where it just happened naturally for example the queen 
was celebrating her birthday when I was about eight years old. And so BBC One came to my school to interview and they're like, they have the, the most powerful TV station in this country, in the UK. And so they came to my school and they wanted to interview us, like some of the kids. And I said I would like to be interviewed. And then my aunties, when I got home, they called me and they were like, Chiama, we've seen you on TV. And they were just shouting and screaming and they were said, well done, how did you do this? And so that was how it happened. It was like, that was the first breakthrough. And then it was an MTV audition and it was for TV presenting. I did that show and I had my second appearance on TV when I was 19. And then from there, I think I just was so progressing in terms of my singing career. I was trying to be this big time UK singer and you know just trying to go abroad and everything. And I just ended up meeting this producer at the a show that I performed where I was performing for lots of governors and MPs and so on and so forth. And he gave me his card. And you know, sometimes you think, oh, please, this is not going to be real. But then but then it turned out to be a very real opportunity, very authentic. And um, I was invited to go on to his TV show. And that was it. From that moment onwards, I ended up having consistent TV interviews. And then other people would invite me to, onto other shows. Um, but I think, to be honest with you, along the journey, I think it also stems from the fact that I had a high level of charisma and it was something I would always work on, having this level of charisma and being very friendly to people. So I made people like me. I made people think, wow, she's so nice, she's friendly, she's so, she's so kind and she really makes people feel good. And I think that hospitality and charisma is also what led me to it made people want to come near me or book me or or say, oh yes, you should book her, have her on your show, have her perform at your events. So I think also the charisma was very important as well. Awesome, 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 awesome. Wow. <laughs> so you practically started from just trying to just be yourself and you landed <laughs> yeah. a big geek. That's quite interesting. Now, just to move a little backward so okay. to say now when you got started at that time was it like you now i understand that you mentioned charisma and we are going to talk about that as we go on but then i just want to find out was it like you really wanted to be on tv of course you said you didn't plan it but of course was it a quiet desire you had like you could uh, what was it that actually prompted you to take up the opportunity for both the audition and even being in front of the audience that day that you were picked? Yes, that's such a good question. I think that what happened is, you know, well, I was studying to become an actress. This was my big, big dream in life. I wanted to be, so in a way, yes, I wanted to be on TV in a TV program. And I had that very big dream, but that was the only dream I had. It was like this acting career. But then when, you know, with having Nigerian parents, my mom wanted me to be very serious, become a lawyer. You know, she didn't really want to hear all this acting stuff. So I thought to myself that, yeah, this is just a hobby. And then my real career is going to be law. Um, but then I found that I just kept on being invited. I think it was just me being invited to go to this place or that place. And I remember there was one specific time when I went to do some singing at this studio. It was more of like just a group 
project. It was young people's thing. But the man, I remember I was like messing around with my friends and, you know, we were meant to record this song and he was just, he really got on my back. He was like, you better be serious and forget about your friends. It's not about them. It's about you. You are the star and you better take this seriously. And he was really shouting at me and I didn't know what on earth he was talking about at that point. But I found that because I just kept on getting the opportunity. I just took it as a sign eventually. And when I used to work at Selfridges, I kept meeting celebrities over and over. And, and there was this one celebrity that just stood there and smiled at me like for such a long time. And I was just walking down. I was like thinking, who is this woman smiling at? And then it got to a point where I was like, she's smiling at me. And I, and then, you know, I said hello and everything. But then I, I just kept meet, meeting people. Like I met Gwen Stefani, I met Beyonce's mom, I would meet, I met Beyonce, I met Kelly Rowland, I met Damon Dash. I just kept bumping into celebrities, like on my airplane, at my workplace, at the restaurant. And I think I just eventually got a sign that, you know what, you're meant to be on, on TV or you're meant to be in the media. And it also didn't, I think also just studying media studies too. I, that was one of the things I did study. I studied media studies. So I think I was opening up myself to to learning more about the media and that did also attract media opportunities and media, people in the media to me. But I didn't have any desire, to be honest, to be, I wasn't interested in the TV aspect as such. It was more to do with acting. It was more to do with performing. It wasn't really like, I didn't have this desire. I want to be famous, I want to be on TV. I didn't really care about that. It was more of like just acting and being able to use that talent awesome 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 glad to hear that now let's um <laughs> walk through a couple of steps so now okay just before we jump into the steps let's talk about charisma what does charisma have to do with being a media personality or maybe even getting media appearances that is such a good question well i really believe that charisma is a you know a sister or even a brother to confidence. I think confidence and charisma are like two of the most important qualities that one would need to be in the media. And I feel like charisma is when you're able to accentuate your beauty, your confidence, your stage presence, or your your, charm, your ability to speak with confidence, with oozing, having this presence about you, like a bit like a, a halo. You know when the angel has a halo on the head? Yep, it's yep. like having that, yeah, having that like personality and being able to transcend your personality, whether that's through a podcast, radio, camera, on stage, and just being lively, not dull, not boring. And I think that does also come with time. You know, it comes with, with watching yourself, listening to yourself back, and then improving, like working on working on the, the weaknesses that you have. And, and also learning just to be to treat people in it, I know it sounds a bit crazy, but to treat people like as if they're your fans, mm-hmm. you know, not not just seeing them as not just seeing them as this is my friend, this is this, seeing them as people that do love and support you and that actually are rooting for you, you know. Sometimes celebrities are a little bit in their own world; they believe all these good things that may not really be true, but you kind of have to believe it until it happens. You know, you have to believe everybody loves you; they're all on my side, and. When you think like that, then that's when you start attracting the fans and the followers and the love and the support and you start to manifest this reality that you are actually able to continue to break into the media. 
Awesome, awesome, awesome. I I really like that. So that means charisma can also work for podcasters like myself. It can also work for people who do YouTube videos. Most certainly, definitely. And I think that you have a high level of charisma because if you didn't, you couldn't even, you know, keep people's attention on your podcast and you've done like so many episodes and it's just so obvious that people are just hooked on your show. (laughs) Thank you for that. I really appreciate that. Now, let's um, walk through the steps if, let's say, you are, okay, let's use myself as an example. I have been doing a lot of things online, but then I want to get into local media. What are the steps to take to do that? Perhaps it could be like getting into TV or Mm -hmm. getting into newspaper, which of them, or better of the two of them. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's such a good question. Um, I think that my answer would be, I mean, there are quite a few things and I'll just give you a few of them. Definitely pitching, you know, pitching to the media is one of the things to do, especially when you're already established and you have a fan base, you already have a strong profile online and you have maybe clients or followers and a brand and everything like that. That that means you have have no reason to not pitch frequently because you already have everything in place. And so they're more likely to just observe, take a look. Oh, yep, that's he's good. And they just, you know, they can easily book you when they know that you already have a very strong presence online. And I believe that when you're already in the media in some way, even if it's a photographer, videographer, podcaster, if you have any form of mediapreneur attached to your title, just some form of a career or a job that you do that is linked to the media, then they kind of see you as one of their own. So they're more likely to to feature you because they see you as one of them already. Uh, I think that's something that some entrepreneurs need to be aware of. If they do have a, um, a YouTube channel, for example, they can actually become, they can start to be seen as the media, you know, because they have a powerful platform to communicate to big audiences. And then mm-hmm. I would say, <laughs> yeah, and then another thing I would say is, I think it's about your message, like having a very strong message. What is it that you want to get across to the media? Is it that you're trying to inspire people with your story? Is there a campaign on that you want to contribute to or to talk about? Is it a charity fundraising mission? Like, I think there has to be some message, mission, or a story to share. So maybe you're trying to inspire somebody with your your story of where you've come from and then where you are today. Or maybe sometimes as well, media like rising stars. So it could be you know, I, I'm, I'm where I am today, I've achieved all of this, but my big dream is this, and I need this show to help me to get to that level, to reach a bigger audience and, and everything. But the most important thing I think the media want to know is they want to know why do you want to go on their show? Why do you want to be on my radio show, my TV show, my magazine? And it's about really making them feel like you absolutely love and like what they do, and you believe that your story, mission, or message, or even your talent can actually help the people that they are delivering their message to. And as long as you care about them and their people, that's what's going to make them think, yes, we want to book you. And then they definitely want high levels of confidence and charisma. If they think that the person is going to come on and they're going to be very shy and nervous and maybe cry and run off the show, then no, 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 they don't want anyone like that. (laughs) So, yeah, it's important that one must make sure they really work on their interview skills, they are able to give, you know, really quick answers. 
they're very well even if they have to think you know sometimes thinking is also good and you know silent pauses can be powerful on a show as well but with but with it has to be done with intention not just you know being they don't like one-worded answers yeah. <laughs> yeah. wow that that's that's pretty awesome thank you for walking me through that the reason why i'm saying well, thank you for walking me through that is because i'm at this point where I'm now looking at getting into local media because over time, I've done a couple of things over the years online. And now I'm thinking, what if I could reach more people offline? What if I could impact more lives, help more businesses, help more persons take their message and transform their lives? So you have actually really helped me by discussing that right now. Thank you so much. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah, I believe you have everything it takes to be on, on TV and magazines, everything like that. Definitely. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome. Now, to talk about YouTube, you have over 180,000 YouTube views on your videos on YouTube across three channels. Walk us through how you got to build something like that. That's huge to say. I have a YouTube channel and over time, I think altogether they are not up to 1,000 views yet. But you have over 180,000 views. That's quite huge. How did you get to build that? Oh, thank you very much. Um, I think that what I did to build the 180,000 video views is I just really, really kept delivering content. Even if I took a little bit of time off here and there, I would always come back with another video and I would always try and deliver things from the heart like i think people sometimes try to deliver messages or, or like try to follow the, the the fame factor of what's popular what's hot and you know they follow these trends and i think sometimes the trends are seasonal and they can become dry quickly and people can lose interest when everything is too a bit too um manufactured they want something real organic and authentic and i think i just always try to remain true to what is it i should deliver right now what message should i deliver and i would never i mean i would ask my fans and ask what friends and everybody what do you want me to do a video on and, and so on and so forth but most of the time i would also search within myself ask god you know what do you think i should do and write in my journal and then i would come up with ideas and i would go for it another thing i think i did as well is i would work with professionals so I really cannot take all the credit. Like I, I had people that would help me make really good videos and I invested in a professional camera. That's another thing I did. And I just got, I didn't want to always film on my laptop, in my bedroom, in my, I wanted to go out there and film. When I'm at, a, at an event, I film there too. So I want, I want people to see that I'm on a journey. I'm going places. I'm taking you where I'm going. And I think that's what kept my audience hooked and interested. And Speaking of video views, I actually had one incident where, or experience, shall I say, an experience where I sang the song Umbrella by Rihanna on YouTube, and I actually went, my video actually went viral. Um, It went, yeah, it went really, I had even more videos. I deleted quite a lot because um, I wanted to sort of, like, get rid of the videos that I felt like, well, you know when you think they're a little bit cheesy, and, you know, sometimes when I used to sing, I used to be a bit shy that time. So I got to a point where I did, the video went viral. It was every second people were commenting and liking. They were just, it was just crazy to the point. I mean, I've never seen something like that before. And I knew that I was going to hit into fame potentially. 
and I, I was at that point I wasn't ready so I I just quickly deleted the video because it, it got too much attention and I think that's why I was saying to you before that it's important to have the confidence and the charisma because when you have those two things you don't fear the you know growing you don't fear growth you don't fear progress you don't fear quickly going to the top and a, a lot of people can get a lot of views or this fame and you know maybe they'll do one video they'll do two and then they're like they get 10 views and they get scared and they delete the video and so this is something that can happen but I just want to encourage anybody out there that wants to do videos just go for it don't be afraid don't keep deleting your videos just keep yourself out there long enough to build longevity and and to build that that real solid connection with your your followers and then everything will snowball after that talking about confidence <laughs> is it possible to do a little explanation on that okay yes i can so confidence to me is i don't think we always feel confident i think confidence is something that you know sometimes we may not feel confident but i would say that confidence is linked to all the words surrounding it such as bravery such as courage such as boldness such as um determination you know there are certain words that are very very close to the word confidence that we do need to tap into but i i do believe that a person being confident in the media is just able to answer questions they're able to carry themselves with their back up straight with their stomach in you know give good eye contact have excellent body language they're able to smile even when they're asked difficult questions or when they're criticized in the media they're able to carry themselves with a high level of elegance and grace and this person also needs to understand and leverage the power of even repetition which may seem like why would i need to be repetitive but the truth is that you know if you're going to go in the media you're going to be asked the same questions over and over and over and so that person needs to be able to answer those questions with the same smile on their face the same level of like happiness and joy and excitement and not act as if oh i've heard this 10 million times i'm so bored now don't ask me that ever again you know having that 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 behavior of wherever you go you're the same person i think that's what a real confident person does they're able to deliver this real they make you feel as if like you're the first person that's asking this question rather than acting as if i've been asked this question 5 million times i don't want to be asked again interesting <laughs> wow 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 i think um podcasters actually fall into that category of the last statement made just now that i've been asked this question over thousand times <laughs> or or maybe somebody who appears on radio a lot of times it's almost as if saying tell us about yourself <laughs> it's one of the questions a lot of podcasters actually repeat almost every time so i think i really really get that now over the years you've actually authored a book called festive success which is on amazon you've also been a multiple award winning beauty queen you yeah. were the winner of miss charity in uk and miss charity europe you were also the face of europe 2011 and 2012 and i think that helped you to launch a business called uk dazzling beauty if i'm right yep that's correct 
awesome. And that happened to have helped your business. You've over time, or how should I say it now? Your business, UK Dazzling Beauty, has had over 50 press releases. Now, yeah, that's correct. how did you get to do all of those press releases if you were going to start over again? How would you go about doing a press release? Mm, that's a good question. I mean, I just want to say quickly, just to um, clarify, with the Face of Europe competition, what happened is I won Miss Charity Europe and Miss Charity UK. Um, so basically, Miss Charity UK, Face of Europe, Miss Charity Europe, Face of Europe. Um, so basically, the whole, I got to the grand final, I competed in the Face of Europe, and then I won the charity awards, which gave me the, the, the first award I won of Miss Charity UK, gave me the the place in the grand final in the first place to be able to compete against all of those the national winners from all over Europe and the UK and I just think that I really feel like you said that what I would do again if I had to go back and and try and get my first press release with the pageant mm -hmm. I think it would just be to I mean the thing is if I had no knowledge of what I had done and just have to go back I think that what I would do is I would just really be bold. It's, it's definitely down to confidence again. I will be bold to go to the newspapers. I will be bold to make those phone calls. I'll be bold to send the emails. I'll be bold to follow up. And, you know, I just will. Like I, when I used to, when I was in Miss Great Britain, I was actually Miss Great Britain pageant as well. And, you know, I won some different places in the, in, in the, like I basically became second runner up and first. I think it was fifth, top five, top seven, and, and positions like that in the Miss Great Britain pageant, which was very, very difficult to achieve in such a powerful, big national pageant in the UK. But I still had that kind of, the kind of um, beginner's, in a way, beginner's luck, where I just didn't really know that it was meant to be hard to be in these magazines or newspapers. And so I would just go and apply to be in a newspaper, contact them, and they would just be like, yes, that's absolutely fine. And then I would find out how hard it was for others to have newspaper press releases or how hard it was for somebody to be invited to a red carpet event. And then I would realize, wow, is this not meant to be an easy thing? And I think, yeah, that's honestly what I think I'll do. I would just do exactly what I, I did. I would just go straight for the media. I wouldn't be afraid because I know that if I build up a few, then it just snowballs and I'll get more and more and more. And I never think of it as, oh, I've just got one magazine feature. That's it. Now I've made it. Wow, I've conquered. I can always talk about that one magazine feature. I always think that is old news. I now need to go into another magazine. Like I always keep thinking about stacking and I think what's the next show I can go on, the next TV interview. That, because I think if you get stale and just get complacent and think, oh, you know, I've made it now because I've, you know, I've had this one press release, I think you can just miss out on all the press, re more press releases, more magazine features and everything. So I think I never get complacent. I never want to be complacent and you know, I would tell myself if I was to do it all over again, it's just go for it. Don't be afraid. Don't fear the media. Don't be intimidated. And, you know, don't don't feel as if like they're going to say no. And even if they do say no, you can try another newspaper and try another magazine and it will just happen for you. Hmm. Very, very interesting. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. Wow, that's... You want to say something? Oh, yeah, sorry. No, but honestly, it's quite interesting because when I first did my first pageant ever, I actually 
funny enough, I ended up being in OK Magazine. And this magazine is the one of the biggest magazines in the UK in terms of the gossip, glossy celebrity mags. It's like, you don't, normal people don't even go in this magazine. It's like, you have to be a celebrity or forget it. And it's like, I think, I must admit, I do feel some of the media came to me. And that's why I do keep on mentioning this confidence thing and the charisma thing, because you have to also attract it. It's not just, you don't just go and apply. You also need to bring it to you as well. You need to be the kind of, you need to become the person that the media, that you, that you actually pull the media to you like a magnet. Hmm. Hmm. I think that's, that connects well with me because I do a lot of helping people magnetize their audience. So I think that actually really, really connects with me. You have to pull the media. Hmm. That's <laughs> very interesting. Now, let's say you are able to pull media and you're able to get into a, into a local media. What hmm. can being or appearing in a local media do for a business? Okay, that's a brilliant question. Okay, so I think that what it can do, I would say many things. Number one, it gives you credibility. You know, when like if I go now and I'm looking at different, let's say I want to enter another pageant and I see five different pageants and then I see one that has so much media coverage and they've been in this magazine, that newspaper, and the girls and the women seem to have so much coverage. I'm going to want probably to go with that one because I'm going to think, wow, that could happen to me too. I could be in a magazine. I could be on TV. So I think it gives, it makes people want to be associated with with, you know, a, a person's brand, if they think, wow, they've made it, they've got this credibility. If the media thinks they're good, then they must be good. Another thing it does is it just, it silences the critics as well. Like when the critics are saying you're, you're this and you're no good and this company is a shame and they don't have, they don't have this, they don't have that. Your website sucks and your brand is not, it's all over the place. Then, you know, when you have that magazine feature, you shut the critics up. They now see that you have, you've been recognized, you've been given credit. And that really does make them realize that, you know what, if you don't think I'm worthy, this, the media thinks I'm worthy. And so that's another thing. And I think that gives the confidence to the entrepreneur to be able to think, wow, I can do this. I can keep going. I don't have to give up. Even if we have critics, we also have high levels of praise as well. And then definitely you can use the media to actually fill your programs whether it be like online courses whether it be your coaching packages you can you can actually start to fill your coaching packages due to the fact that you actually are in the media and when they see you your friend sees you your your potential client sees you on tv or in a magazine or on news they now think wow i want to be associated with him or her i want to be i want to work with that person i want to buy that course i want to be like them because Sometimes they're looking for a role model, and if they feel like you are in the media doing those powerful things, then they think yes. And so it can strengthen an entrepreneur's sense of authority and and even make their voice stronger when they speak on on social media. So when they're posting things, when when people know that they have media behind them, then it can make them a little bit more powerful. Like. Just the other day, for example, like I saw Kim Kardashian posted something on her blog about, you know, Black Lives Matter. And if she was just a normal person, I mean, of course she can have, she could, people could still listen, people could still read. But when you have a, a status where you're in the media all the time and then you put a blog post out, then you tell people to support a cause, all of a sudden they take, you know, a lot of people are going to actually do it. If, you know, somebody like Madonna said right now, everybody follow this person. 
I mean, can you imagine how many people will follow that person? Yeah. See, that's that's the power of the media. When you build yourself in the media and you, you're able to also build your social media, um, then your, your influence becomes unlimited and um, and people just want to do whatever you say, you know, and they can do it in minutes or even seconds. And then I would say finally, another thing that the media can do for an entrepreneur and how it can build their brand is I just think that it gives them like just it, having that media page on the website alone is, is a very, very powerful and important thing. It, it, it can make them feel as if they're justified to charge more if they want to increase their prices. And it can also make their customers not have to feel as if they need to really suss them out and know why are you charging this? Why? How, how do you really justify this price? Because they can, they will think, well, this person's in the media, so obviously they're going to charge more. And I think that's another thing it gives. It just gives that the justification for the prices that you are putting out there. So people will know in a way that, yes, I am going to pay a little bit more to work with this person because they are high profile. Wow, 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 wow. Those are... <laughs> heavy duty answers and i really appreciate you for mentioning that thank you thank so you. So, thank much. You so much now you <laughs> talked about having a media page on your website now my question is this if you have a media page on your website what needs to be on that media page i definitely think there are different ways to do it and i think that every entrepreneur or person should be very creative with what you do on your website because it really does impress people and the media so you can be creative you can have a media page where you have videos of you in the media you could have your logos of the you know the logos of the different um you know uh, media houses that you have been associated with like if you've been on let's say itv you've been on rstv you've been on mtv then you put those logos there you could put just press releases it could be magazine features it could be so you could have different like galleries different galleries where you have at the top you have all the logos it could be and then the next section is all the press releases then you could have a section for the links so you could do it that way or you could even separate the pages and have one page, which is all press, and then another page, which, for example, could be appearances. So it could be all the events you've attended that are like high-profile celebrity red carpet events, high media events. Then you could have that page. And then you could have another page, which is like just for TV interviews. So you could you could always separate them. Or you could just do one page and just have, you know, the different ones. But I definitely think the most important things to put on your media page, it's more to do with, I think, the logos and the press. I think the the press, including the, the features, magazine features, those are the most important ones, like the press releases, the magazines that you've been in, and the logos. I think that's what they what they want to see. And I don't really, I don't really believe that people should just put one or two. I think it, it's better. It's just it just put at the bottom of a, of a page that already exists if it's just one or two. It's better to build it up more before you start to have a media page. I think it's don't just like put, you know, one, we've been in this thing and then have that page and then it's all blank, but just that one thing. That is not really a great idea. I think it's better just to, until a person builds their media, just add that little logo under something on a page of it, you know, maybe on the home page or the bottom and then just, once you build the portfolio, then you can now have a media page. Wow, that's awesome. 
interestingly i'm actually checking out your site kunchiamamedia.com which is <laughs> i think you just recently launched that am i right i did yeah it's, it's not even really it's not even really finished it's like kind of got a, few, a bit more to do but yes it's, it's definitely out there now my coach put me on the spot <laughs> yeah she did she featured me on something and that was it i had to like she said oh now you can let them know everybody know your website go for it now just and i was like what <laughs> and i realized that was that was the sign for me to just get everything out there and let everybody know that this website's out now now um you have a couple of coaching programs for media packages so just give us a synopsis of what they are about okay oh thank you yes i do i have um basically i was doing a lot of success coaching before and you know the pageant coaching i used to have my you know coaching pageant workshops and everything but i knew i wanted to go to that high level you know working with high level clients and really wanted to start helping people in a different way and so jessica did suggest to me that you know i really think you need to be working with entrepreneurs and giving them this media advice and the media coaching because you just seem to have the amazing experience and everything like that and I, I resisted for a while i kept on wanting to do success 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 and um she did finally make me realize that you, this is too broad you need to really narrow down to this media you know and so eventually i did listen and i did make some changes and i just ended up creating the media website i mean i still have my other website which is queen jam official Queen Sharma official uh, the success coaching I do I am going to be adding some success packages to my media website and I'll be removing my other website but I definitely do believe the media is you know it's it's where it's happening for me I have the tangible experience and I believe that I can pass this on so I have my 90 minute session which is 90 minutes to you know basically an experience that will help entrepreneurs to have you know the TV interviews and knowledge of the media understand how they can break into the TV radio um magazine and you know whether even if it's modeling and you know being in films and things like that I can help in all those things as well because I have the experience of working with models of actresses actors authors you know all these different things so it's not just media in the sense of being in a magazine or something it's also if you want to perform in the media and then i have another package which is a five week package and that's where i help them over five weeks and so it's more in depth more intense and it's you know me supporting them and showing them the strategies to to make it happen i think unlike most coaches i don't really take too much of the laid back approach even though i know that sometimes it's really important to allow the the student to find their own way I think I'm more of a you know a little bit of a consultant as well so I do like to encourage people to go for it and I do have a little bit of that kick up the bum in you know in me that kick up the backside personality <laughs> yeah so I I'd love to I I don't want to see anyone fail I want to see you succeed so I definitely will be championing you on a bit like a basketball coach they will not just sit there and let you fail and so I definitely believe that you know whether somebody wants to do the 90 minute session or the or the five week session they're going to get a great experience and then i have my my final package which is the three month package and that's like where it this is like to me for the pros the ones that probably have a lot of experience already in the media but they really want to up level and they just mean business and i think that 
these are the people that need a high level of confidence and charisma. They need more support. They don't just want one or two press releases to stick on their website. They want to really leave this coaching with so much publicity and just and they want to understand what it means to actually be a face in the media, a regular face in the media. And you know, if you if you think about all the celebrities that we know today, there is no way that they're left a day without PR, without having a strong PR team, having you know their publicists, their their um their coach, their this, their that, and they have those people there, and they don't even need them because they're so successful. But the reason why they have them is because they cannot allow themselves to have one day where they they are just average. They don't want to drop off that that pedestal. They want to stay on that level of of being high profile, being a celebrity, be understanding what it takes to be a star. And I think that that's something that would really benefit somebody that wants to have a long career in the media and not just like the one-off press release here or there. We've been discussing with Queen Chioma, who happens to be a a very phenomenal media personality. In fact, when I first checked you out, I saw a lot of media appearances on your site, and I was like, wow, she's better qualified to handle this topic. And I'm so excited to have had this conversation to, with you today. Thank you for being on the show today. Oh, thank you. It's been such a wonderful pleasure. Like, I've really enjoyed being on your show. Your show is just absolutely amazing. I listen to it and I'm inspired. And I think that you have a really great uh, message to share on, like, just this entrepreneurial advice that you give and, and just helping entrepreneurs to really leverage the power of social media. I think it's so powerful. And I think that. Everybody would agree with me, you know, that you are just amazing and just keep it up because you're really helping me and many people all over the world. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. I really feel glad to hear that. Thank you. Let's say someone wants to connect with you and wants to check out your website or possibly your other social media channels. How can they find you? Okay. Okay. I would say number one, if you're into Snapchat, please follow, add me there. Um, I'm on Snapchat and that's The Queen Shoma and that is The as in T-H-E Queen Shoma. I vlog nearly every day on Snapchat so I definitely want to show you all the behind the scenes of what I do and then I am on Instagram and that's Queen Shoma as well so that's um, Instagram.com forward slash Queen Shoma. I'm on Twitter at Queen Shoma and YouTube is festive success coach or just type in my name queen shama we do have another queen shama on um, youtube but you know there's no problem there's space for us all <laughs> so um definitely look out for me um i'm on the festive success channel i'm on the glitter beauty queen channel and also the queen shama Sing- singer channel as well so those are my three youtube channels that you can check me out at and um, you'll find me there how about your website Okay, so if you would love to visit my website, um, you know, I do give these free media and publicity coaching sessions and um, literally no obligation. There's not, I don't, I don't force anybody to work with me or anything like that, but I'm just here to help and serve. And my website is www.queenshomamedia.com. 
thank you for being on the show today. I really, really appreciate your time. For the last couple of minutes we've spent together, it's been very enlightening for me personally. And I believe it's as enlightening as well for every single person listening to us right now. For you listening, I think you should give a shout out to Kunchema over on social media. And you can also check out our website. And please help me say a wonderful thank you to Kunchema if you do that. And once again, I want to say thank you to you, Queen. It's been a wonderful time having you on the show. Thank you. And, you know, I can I have a... I also want to um, ask you something quickly as well. Awesome. You don't mind. Awesome. I want to ask you... I would love to, to um, interview you one day as well. Oh. I think you would also be a wonderful inspiration to my audience. <laughs> they wow. need a role model like you. Wow, that's awesome. I'll be glad to do that. And I'm actually blushing right now. (laughs) (laughs) No problem. We'll definitely discuss that. I really appreciate once again. Thank you. Thank you so much. This is where we bring this episode of Adaster to Lead to a close today. I want to say thank you to Kunchema for being a wonderful guest on this particular episode of this podcast today. And I want to say thank you to you too if you were listening to me right now. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I hope you get connected with Kunchema over at our website. And particularly that I see you again on the next episode just coming your way next week. So till then, remember to get focused, get started, and be impactful. And I am Dayo Samuel, and I catch you on the next episode.